Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hello, and welcome to another podcast episode of the Draw Shops Get Genius. Today, I am beyond excited to speak with Dave Asprey, who I have to admit, I have a total brain crush on. (laughs) Yes, the truth is out. Uh, Dave is the founder of The Bulletproof Executive and a Silicon Valley investor and technology entrepreneur who spent two decades and over $300,000 to hack his own biology. Dave lost 100 pounds without counting calories or doing excessive exercise. He has literally upgraded his brain by more than 20 IQ points, lowered his biological age, and has basically used seemingly impossible techniques to transform himself into a better entrepreneur, better husband, and a better father. I think that anyone who's listening wants to know, how can I be a superhero like Dave? Most people that I know are on the track of eating less calories, exercising to the extreme, feeling totally wiped before the morning is even over. So to be able to exercise less, not count calories, and you've even told me before that you sleep less than the normal person needs, um, it seems preposterous to most people. So I wanted to know, what was your journey from the person you once were to the person you are today? Well... When I was about 26, I wasn't doing that great. I made $6 million, which was kind of nice. This was at the company that created modern cloud computing. It was called Exodus Communications. Google's first servers were in our buildings. We actually like ran infrastructure for Yahoo and Google and all these other things. So like beautiful, amazing time. But I weighed as much as 300 pounds, depending on what month it was. And I started getting really bad brain fog. And it's not like I was like, oh, I'm fat. I eat pizza and drink Jolt Cola. And, you know, I'm like the hacker guy, although right. I kind of worked in computer security for a long time and maybe <laughs> sort of met some of those stereotypes. Uh, I was working out an hour and a half a day, 45 wow. minutes of cardio, 45 minutes of weight. So I, I'd actually tried this even before I, I, I made that, that money. By the way, I lost that money when I was 28. So it's not like I've been a millionaire. This <laughs> time. Like I've been working for, my, for a living like everyone else. I just had yeah. a brief period where I'm like, What's the most important thing? Is it a Ferrari or is it like hacking myself? I'm like, no, it's hacking myself. I'm going to invest here first. And even though (laughs) I basically lost the fortune before I was 30, uh, oh, well, uh, you you learn a few things about stress from losing a few million dollars like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I had this brain fog, though. And I bought disability insurance because I wasn't sure I could keep going to work. And here it is. I'm like a really successful entrepreneur. And I'm in meetings going... I don't remember what happened in that meeting. I like, I'm trying to bring up a word. I'm trying to think and I just don't have what it takes to bring it. And I was scared. I was also kind of a jerk because my ability to regulate my, uh, my emotional state wasn't that high, which is common with people who don't eat enough <laughs> or people who yeah. are uh, eating the wrong foods or people who just aren't, aren't at optimal performance. Right. So I decided I was going to fix it and I started taking smart drugs. So being, being an engineer, I'm like, okay. So I found this, this publication that had been started in actually the late 80s called Smart Drug News by a, a guy who's now a, a good friend named Steve Folks. And he wrote about all these pharmaceuticals that increase brain function. I'm like, hot damn, I need that. So <laughs> I went, like, ordered from Europe, like $500 worth of all these smart drugs, one, some of which I still take to this day. Uh, yeah. This is you know, going back to the mid-90s. 
And I was blown away because I got my brain back. And I realized there's still other problems going on here. It kind of opened my eyes to what I could feel like. And then I started hacking all these other things. And the more I found out, the more kind of pissed off I was because I thought it was a lack of willpower. I'm like, oh, I'm fat because I didn't have enough willpower. I needed to eat even less. I need to work out even more. But what I was doing was I had a, a false assumption and that assumption drove logical behavior. And because I actually had discipline and willpower, I applied all of it to doing things that made me weaker instead of stronger. So what I was doing was literally starving. My brain was crashing because I didn't have stable blood sugar. I wasn't eating enough food for my body weight and for my activity level. And I was moving too much, like, like exercising a lot. I was overtraining. So what did that do? That created massive adrenal stress. And I had autoimmune issues that, were, that I didn't know about that were going on. I also had stress issues from the way I worked, from like a fear of not having email info addiction. Um, and I had like basic inner work to do around not being stressed a lot. So since right. then, I've hacked all that stuff <laughs> in the biggest <laughs> ways I could possibly find. Because at my core, uh, I'm strategically lazy. I, I really don't want to take more time or energy to do something than it takes. So yeah, people get mad. Like, oh, you, you cheated. I'm like, well, of course I cheated. It's called technology. <laughs> like you cheated too. Like you use packaged food instead of growing it yourself. That's cheating. Yeah. Right. You use fire to stay warm. That's cheating. Right. Okay. We all cheat. I just, maybe I'm applying technology in a more aggressive and more useful way than some people. And yeah, I reap the benefits of that. Mostly I can pay attention all day long and I can run circles around <laughs> people who are 10 or 20 years younger than me who work for me. Oh, I love yeah. it. Crazy. I, I love it. I, I'm, as, as you know, we've spoken before. I yeah. am addicted to, to Bulletproof and I have, I have the coffee every morning. I've shared it with everyone. I love that I'm seeing it now when I, when I go to meetings and I go to somebody's office and they have it brewing. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I'm in the right place. This is going to be such a productive meeting. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's incredible. The number of conferences that now call us and like, can you please come to the conference? Cause we don't want oh, people yeah. falling asleep all day. Like we want the energy in the room. Like it, oh, yeah. it's very tangible for me. And I didn't know if it would be this tangible for everyone else. When I started this, I, I didn't start, you know, I'm going to go and make a coffee company. I, I was like, I, for 10 years, ran, and I'm still the chairman of an anti-aging research group called the Silicon Valley Health Institute in Palo Alto. So I've had a chance to interact with hundreds of high-end nutrition people, anti-aging people, functional medicine people, and to learn all this stuff and to, to integrate it. And I just realized that it's not fair that I spent $300,000 and all this time and energy, and I was able to lose 100 pounds and turn my brain on and like go beyond what I, I was capable of as a young man, even. So... What if someone had told me when I was 20 or 16 or 25 what I know now? It would have completely changed the trajectory of my life. And my life has had a pretty cool trajectory. I mean, I've, I've had my struggles and my challenges, but like, I'm pretty fortunate. And what if I hadn't been in all that pain? What if I hadn't been sick all the times I was sick? Because when you're sick, you're a jerk. What if I'd like been nicer to people when I was younger because I didn't feel crabby all the time? Yeah. So I just wanted to share that knowledge. I'm like, if five people who were like me and fat and sick and tired and just feeling like a failure because they kept pushing and they couldn't lose weight. If I could just change those lives, it would be worth writing all this down. That was my goal. Anything else was gravy. I, I, I was a VP at a big company, successful career. Uh, I've worked on Sand Hill Road at a venture capital company. Like I didn't have to start Bulletproof. I just wanted to share the knowledge. And that's still what fuels me. Every time I, I sell coffee, I'm like, can I film another documentary with this? Like, how can I put that back into the system to help more people? Right. That's what it's about. Oh, yeah. 
And you've also got, by the way, congratulations on your uh, The Bulletproof Diet, which is a New York Times bestseller. Well, thank you so and much. It's amazing and so simple. It's just very, very, as you see, it's a simple roadmap to follow. Um, so what I've noticed is that just like with, with the coffee, the diet focuses on healthy fats. And I think a lot of us can remember the Susan Powder days. Stop the insanity. <laughs> fat makes you fat. And then the entire nation just blew up and got really fat from eating all the processed carbs and bagels and fat-free pretzels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was all about, you know, you have protein, have unlimited amounts of protein and you'll lose weight, you'll be fine. But then people were kind of getting gout and all sorts of icky side effects from that. So... I've noticed something that you've said is that too much protein is is not a good thing. Can you elaborate on that and some of the other principles behind the Bulletproof Diet? Our bodies are very well adapted to eating anything to survive. So if survival is your goal, like you have a lot of flexibility that you probably didn't know you had in your diet. But I don't think that, that either of us or people listening to this are that interested in surviving. Like that's table stakes. What we want to do is we want to thrive. We want to kick more ass. So if yep. that's your goal, then you change your food things. If your goal is to survive, you want to be able to survive on whatever food you find. And that means if you needed to eat only rabbit, which is protein, you can for a while until you die of something called rabbit starvation, which is what happens when you eat only protein. <laughs> um, yeah. You go into ketosis, but you end up with all these protein metabolism byproducts, mostly ammonia uh, and other things that are toxic to the body. So yeah, you can eat protein for fuel, but it's not good for that. Protein's a great building block. And that's why in the Bulletproof Diet, I focus on quality protein as right. well as moderate amounts of protein, not large amounts of protein. Yeah. If you're a bodybuilder, you're going to crank up your protein. But I see so many people in offices, oh, I'm having the chicken breast with no fat and some veggies, usually just a few veggies. And it's like, you're yeah. doing it all wrong. Huge amounts of veggies, put lots of fat on there and... Chicken is even a very good source of protein. Have some steak, have some salmon. Um, yeah. But, or heck, have some eggs. But whatever it is, you don't need to have more eggs than vegetables. You want to have more vegetables than protein. And from a calorie perspective, there should be fat on it. And this is a diet that makes you perform best. And it also tends to make your pants like shrink. Not because you got nice. fatter, because you had to throw them away and buy smaller pants. <laughs> and, and as a result, you say that people that are doing the bulletproof diet are not having the cravings that they typically would when they are consuming too much or too little of something. The number one difference in how you feel happens on day one when you start with bulletproof coffee made with the trademarked recipe. It's coffee without mold toxins that causes crankiness and jitter, grass-fed yeah. butter, not just regular butter, and then brain octane oil, which is an extract of coconut oil that's it's about 6% of the fat that's in coconut oil. It's a very special kind of fat. And that kind of fat combined with the butter helps your body get a mild form of ketosis, which is fat burning mode that normally only happens after several days of eating zero carbs. And right. it's enough ketosis to turn off your hunger hormone called ghrelin and to turn on your satiety hormone called CCK. So you don't have to remember all that stuff, but you just have to know when you drink bulletproof coffee, you're like, oh my God, I lost my sugar cravings. In fact, I don't care about food for like four to six hours. You're like yeah. free of food cravings. So you see these, these like kind of stereotypical office dwellers who spend 12 <laughs> hours a day in cubicles and they're sort of round and they're walking around and they have a map of all the candy bowls 
Yes. Like, there's always people in your office <laughs> who have little bowls of sugar candy. Or there's a, like their top yes. floor, they open it and there's like Tootsie Rolls or whatever their personal crack yep. is. Well, people like I used like I used to know where all those people are. That's how come I know the secret? All the, there's all these like kind of slightly overweight sugar addicts right now going, oh, he, he's got my number. But, <laughs> but like, okay, I, I come from this world, right? The problem is is that you know where it's, it is because your body's screaming for this. And when you try the bulletproof coffee, you're like, oh, my body stopped screaming. And then you're like, I didn't stop by Susie's desk to like steal a Tootsie Roll when she wasn't looking <laughs> because right. it just doesn't matter anymore. In and it's one so day. true. It's immediate. Yeah. I mean, it's that same day. It's not like you said, you know, sometimes it's, it's a few days of, of doing something and then your body adapts to it. But it's, it's amazing how you have that and you feel completely satisfied, energized. And so alert, like so acutely aware of everything going on. You can have a conversation, you can participate in a meeting, whatever it is that you need to be on for. So that's why I love it, especially like you said, seeing it at conferences all over and just in people's offices. It's so great. So blown away by it. And I'm also really grateful because I know that when people are on this, like people are nicer to each other when they have stable energy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Beyond the diet and and the coffee, you also have all of these incredible supplements and biohacks, <laughs> which you have on your website on uh, bulletproofexec.com. And I'll repeat that later. Um, there's something that was new to me. I mean, I'd heard of collagen before in terms of collagen. I'm losing collagen in my face. I'm losing collagen in my skin, you know, thinking it was just something that you just lost. You know, as you age, you just lose collagen. I never thought of it as something that you could internally take as as a nutritional supplement. Um, can you tell us the benefits of taking collagen, and also tell us about your new uh, collagen bars that were just released recently? Sure, collagen is is a like a protein that's disappeared from our diets, and yeah. if you you might remember your grandparents would like boil uh, bones. Or, or boil a chicken, make like chicken stock. And yes. it might boil overnight. What they were doing is they were extracting collagen from that. Collagen's in the connective tissue of animals. It's in your connective tissue too. So your skin is made of collagen, your hair, your nails, but also your bones, the matrix of your bones that holds all those minerals together, collagen. The, yes. the lining of your arteries, collagen. All of this, it's one of the most important proteins in the body. But you can't really get it in food except if you're getting gelatin which is kind of hard to eat very much gelatin because it gets like rock solid. Um, yeah. we, we just came out with something called collagelatin, which is a high collagen gelatin. It, it gel, you use a lot more of it to make it gel so you can get more protein in whatever like dessert dish you're making. Okay. And this stuff is, is really important. We have upgraded collagen, which is just a protein powder. It's flavorless. You can put it in your bulletproof coffee and the, it just goes away. You don't taste it at all. But right. you can get even 30, 40 grams of protein, which makes it a really full kind of like, wow, I got all the protein and fat I wanted. But when you do this, it's different than normal protein. When you eat animal protein, even a lot of vegetable protein, you get high amounts of an amino acid called cysteine, another one called methionine. These are important amino acids, but when you get a lot of them, they turn inflammatory. When you're eating collagen, it's a high glycine amino acid. It has a different ratio of amino acids, so you have different effects and less of the inflammation. So it's one of the things that I consider to be a high-quality protein that's low in anti-nutrients, and I recommend people use things that are made from grass-fed animals. So if you're going to eat a steak, it needs to be grass-fed steak. This is grass-fed collagen, the stuff that we use uh, for the Bulletproof product. And eating that, you you feel a difference, and you see a difference like in your skin and sometimes in your energy level, depending on your own biology. 
but in overall just vitality, it goes up and it's very noticeable. Well, I'm so excited. Um, also on that, there's there's something else that's that's new. I haven't gotten to visit yet, but you just opened your cafe in Santa Monica. The Bulletproof Coffee Shop in Santa yes. Monica has been like a dream. It's on Main Street, uh, right on the border of Venice. It's underneath Arnold Schwarzenegger's office. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, the site's a former Starbucks location. And we've okay. completely gutted the place and turned it into a bulletproof coffee shop. And you go in there and everything in the store is designed to make you perform better. So you can go and you get the coffee. There's a full menu of food. So we make soups and things that are in the bulletproof diet, things where you eat it. And you're like, oh, I feel so full. Like I'm finally, my cravings are gone. I, I left feeling like a, a food high right. from this. It's all local, all grass fed, all high fat with the right kinds of fat to make you feel amazing. And on top of that, even like the furniture is electrically grounded because when you do something called earthing, you can actually make yourself less inflamed. You, you feel better. It's like walking barefoot in the sand at, at the beach or walking barefoot in the park just sort of feels different. Well, there's a, a scientific explanation for that. It helps you to discharge a static buildup that happens when you walk around wearing shoes on carpets all the time. And you actually feel better. There's the lights change colors with time of day. So your interior lighting tells your body what time of day it is. Like it's an environment for humans to thrive. So the whole shop is there to like showcase, this is how good you can feel. And it's yeah. not about the coffee. It's about the person who walks in the door. So I, I've just, this has been a dream for years. I'm finally doing it. Well, I'm definitely jealous of everyone in Los Angeles and Santa Monica. I'm in San Diego. So I'm definitely going to make the trek out there just to just to try it. But I'm hoping soon that there's going to be locations all over the place. <laughs> I would love to see that. It, the, the whole point is, is that you don't have to go out and, and buy Bulletproof stuff all the time. Uh, the right. idea is that if I can show you just once how good you're supposed to feel, then yeah. you'll be incented to go out and make other changes in the world around you to make a world that makes you feel good. And in order to be Bulletproof, we're all going to have to stop buying animals that were mistreated and that were fed poor quality grains. We're going to have to address the way we treat our soil because we're basically spraying pesticides and antibiotics on our soil. And so like we know that antibiotics are bad for our gut. What if you spray like antibiotics on half the planet's soil and kill all the bacteria in the soil? What is that going to do to our guts? The same thing. So we've got to stop that because it's starting to affect the way everyone feels. And I just want people to know, this is how you're supposed to do it. And when you feel that good, you're going to actually do whatever it takes to feel that good all the time. I completely agree. Exercise is, is something that is just huge for anybody who's, who's wanting to feel good. You know, and some people take it to the extreme. Well, I don't have enough energy, so I should exercise more. And you said that you used to work out an hour and a half a day. And you've decreased that. You, there's two things I wanted to I wanted to talk about with you, and one was kind of your your viewpoint on exercise and what it is that you do, and also this really cool machine that you have called the Vibe. Oh, the Bulletproof Vibe. The Bulletproof yeah. Vibe, and so so cool. And you know, I think I think he said it sometimes just takes 15 minutes a day, and you'll have more dramatic effects than if you were working out for two hours. Well, it depends on the kind of workout. I can tell you that what I was doing when I worked out six days a week, that 45 minutes of weightlifting a day, I could max out a lot of the machines uh, at the local Nautilus 24-hour thing. Yeah. Like I, I could, you know, I'm, like I'm really strong. I'm also really covered in fat because strength and fat aren't necessarily correlated. And 
what works best for people with a minimum amount of time is super high intensity, very, very slow exercises. So what this means is weightlifting, even just once every seven to 10 days for really less than 15 minutes. And what you're doing is basically five core exercises, like things like squats, things like a leg extension, like essentially a a chest press or a push-up, even for women. And you do this so that you cannot do another one. And we're not talking like, oh, I put 10 pounds on and I'm just going to do five (laughs) repetitions. You want to do like two repetitions. And the second one, you're like, if I drop this bar, I'm going to die. Yeah. You want that level of intensity and you want to be sore the next day. And when you do that, your body's like, oh man, I better man up because some like that could happen again. And I better grow some muscle and I better make some growth hormone. I better make some testosterone. I better, for women, you also make a little bit of testosterone, which is really good for all kinds of things. So not enough to grow a goatee. It's not going to happen. You won't get big as a woman. (laughs) But enough for a great sex drive. Uh, There you go. So getting all of that stuff dialed in, we're not talking about like, you know, oh, I'm going to go out for lunch and I'm going to, you know, eat, eat a Subway, you know, two foot long sandwich and go for a long walk. And look, I'm, I'm so healthy. It, it, that wasn't exercise. All you did was, was waddle a little bit. Like right. walking is good for you. Moving is good for you. That's why I use the, the vibe plate to move 30 times a second like this, because it's just more efficient and I'm getting the lymphatic circulation. But it doesn't count as exercise because it didn't trigger changes in the body. It didn't trigger that hormonal change. It's called a hormetic response. So 15 minutes once a week, you either do sprints, where you run for 60 seconds like a tiger's chasing you, and then you take, yeah. a, take a break for another basically 10 seconds to, to one minute. Do it again, take a break. Do it again, take a break. And if you can do that for 15 minutes, you're more manly than I am, Summer, because 15 minutes of sprints like that, most people will throw up if you're really running yep. at that level of intensity. Like You don't want to get that far. But then your body's like, oh, man, something like that might happen again. I better like make my cardiovascular system stronger and better get better. And then you, how does it get better? It recovers. So mm-hmm. most people are really good at smacking themselves over the head, which is exercising, but they're not good at recovering, which is like sleeping and eating and taking care of yourself. So if you do more of those, then you'll actually get more benefit from the exercise. But if on the flip side, you just exercise, 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 and you never recover, then you're tired and exhausted all the time. And you're actually getting sick your more Yeah. And, and so more exercise doesn't give you more energy. More exercise means you must have more recovery to have more energy. And you must eat more food to have more energy. And they tell you to do the opposite. Exercise more, yes. eat less. You're like, oh my God, now my body's stressed <laughs> and it's trying to build muscle. And it's trying to adapt all the stress. And it didn't get enough sleep. And it got too much exercise. It didn't get to just like build new muscle. And there isn't anything there to build muscle with anyway because we're starving. Yeah, and, it's the opposite of thriving. <laughs> and that's what makes you, you know, yell at your kids or ye- yell at your spouse or tell your boss totally. that he's a jerk because you're starving. Yes. Makes so much sense. I, I love it. Um, so what I would love to know is what does your morning routine look like? Uh, I wake up. I, depending on, I have two young kids. So depending on, yeah. on whether they're the ones who are waking me or not. Uh, I I usually take a a minute or two to sort of collect my thoughts. Oftentimes like good dreams happen and and you want to like either write down your ideas or at least like reflect for a second. I'm a huge fan of waking up gently. So I use an app on my phone uh, called Sleep Cycle and Sleep Cycle will listen to using the microphone on the phone, listen to how much I move when I sleep. It'll know when I'm, uh, when I'm, basically at the bottom of a sleep cycle when I'm in deep sleep 
the worst thing you can do to yourself to ruin your day is have an alarm jolt you out of deep sleep. Because you're like, oh, what, what? and you wake up and you're sort of, you know, knocking the, the alarm off the table and crawling out of bed. And it takes you 20 minutes to sort of focus. That yeah. wasn't a good start. In fact, the whole day is going to suck. So yeah. sleep cycle for me, I would say there's a 20 minute window where it's allowed to wake me up. If I want to wake up at seven, then it, it'll wake me between 630 and seven when I'm already almost awake. And it knows that based on my movement patterns. So I wake up, I'm always like gently waking up unless the kids like come in and, and you know, wake me for no apparent of reason. Of course. Yeah. I know how that goes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so that, that is a huge, huge change to the start of the day. I oftentimes have about a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of sea salt or Himalayan salt in a glass of water. If you do that okay. first thing on waking up, that's one of the biohacks I've talked about a lot that's now kind of entered the paleo world. Yes. And that is, uh, it is hugely important for your adrenal health. And I got that idea from a guy who was working on healing adrenal glands, a guy named Jim Wilson. And I started talking about that in, in paleo circles uh, probably four or five years ago now, maybe four years ago. And I started talking about that because people who don't want to get adrenal dysfunction can support their adrenals with this behavior. So rather than it being a, a cure for adrenal dysfunction, it's a preventative measure for adrenal dysfunction. And so I do that. And then I will make coffee with my kids. And coffee is, of course, bulletproof. They help me brew it. Uh, Anna, if we're doing espresso that morning, uh, Anna, who's just about to turn eight, will you know, she'll grind the, the beans, she'll tamp the espresso, she'll put the basket into the espresso machine, she knows the buttons to push, she makes just the right amount of espresso, and I'll cut the butter, and then we make it I together. It. Yeah, and Alan will grind the beans if we're doing like a pour-over kind of thing. He's five. And so we started so, a little uh, coffee ritual. Uh, we do that. The kids get about an ounce of bulletproof coffee each in the morning. They metabolize okay. caffeine twice as fast as you and me, and it's a negligible amount of coffee, but it's a nice dose of butter. And brain octane works for kids too. They're calmer and focused. They behave better and they're happier. And like they don't pester you as much. So I did not even think of that. I'm oh totally going to try it with my kids now. Yeah. And you can do it with or without the coffee. Um, there's a recipe okay. in the Bulletproof Diet book available on Amazon now, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, uh, it's called the No Coffee Vanilla Latte. And if you follow that recipe, you'll find that you can make something that has no caffeine at all in it. That is, uh, that is really, it's delicious and kids will drink it. Uh, they'll drink it reliably, but it makes them just feel satisfied. They don't even want their 10 a.m. snack anymore. And they're just good to go. And like kids, they're there to play and focus and learn. And if you unleash their brains by fueling them properly, they benefit even more than we do. Okay. We're trying that tomorrow morning for sure. <laughs> So for our listeners, do you have just three things that they can start doing, some three biohacks that they could start doing tomorrow to start, right. start that feeling of the upgraded self? Here's one that you might not expect. It's something okay. that I do at night and I do it with my kids, but you don't have to do it with your kids. And uh, with my kids, we call it, it, we call it gratitude. And every night before bed, each of them tells me three things that they're grateful for that happened that day. So it makes them go back and think about their day and go, wow, what are all the good things? And when you do that, it actually resets genes in your nervous system. Like you, yeah. you genetically switch yourself. To be like I'm in a world of like scarcity or I'm in a world of thriving. And if you tell your body, like the unconscious parts of your body, that the world is an abundant place with adequate resources and it's safe, then your body will optimize for growth and expansion. 
versus yeah. for this opposite sort of protection mode, which isn't a great place to be. So gratitude is the key to unlocking that. So uh, we practice gratitude. You can write this down. Uh, there's something called a five-minute journal that a lot of my followers on I, I have the five-minute journal mm-hmm. app, and I love it. Yeah, that's t- we it's actually a do, good it with, way to do uh, it. Our, our kids each night at dinner is actually oh nice. We go through the day and and you know what three amazing things can we look forward to tomorrow? Yeah, it's that's incredible. I'm so with you on that. I, I do something else that will probably offend some parents. I give them a lot <laughs> of espresso. No, um, what, <laughs> what I do is I, I tell the kids. I say, now tell me about how you failed today. And yeah. and. And people are like, what? You don't want to focus on failure. I'm like, no. And, and if, they, if they say, I didn't fail anything, I'm like, oh, that's too bad. And, and they go, what? And I say, yeah, because if, if you didn't like set a really big goal and then try, then you didn't fail. And if you didn't fail, it means you weren't working very hard. So every day we celebrate failure. So my goal is to have kids who have zero fear of failing. Like no one wants to fail. But if you avoid failing because you don't want to do it versus avoid failure because you think failure equals death, you will behave in a very different pattern. So I'm teaching my kids that failure is actually something to be celebrated. And in your own life, you could do the same thing. In addition to practicing gratitude, figure out what, what you failed at today, something you're really trying for that didn't happen, right? And, right? and write down the lesson from that. And it was just, it was something you learned at. Failure isn't that big of a deal. You just think it's a big deal. Exactly. So that's one of the three things. What are some other things? Um, that you can do well tomorrow uh, it might take you a little while to order bulletproof coffee but you can at least start by not putting milk in the coffee that you probably drink even if it's coffee that may have mold toxins in it and milk has a protein called casein that sticks to the antioxidants that are present in coffee which are called catechins and when milk sticks to them they're not bioavailable so by switching to butter, which is very low in casein or ghee clarified butter that has no casein, you have yes. more of the natural goodness of coffee available for your body. So it's just a simple swap of milk with its protein, get rid of the protein, keep the dairy fat and use grass-fed butter. So you could do that tomorrow. You can also add coconut oil the way I write about in the, the, in the Bulletproof Diet book. There's just one little problem. Coconut oil is about one eighteenth as effective as brain octane oil, but you can still get benefits if you put a whole tablespoon of coconut oil in there. You'll feel okay. a some reduction in cravings, but it's not the same. Like it's, it's not the same. It's yeah. a taste. It also yeah. tastes like a pina colada coffee, but it, it's more about getting that big, like, oh, kind of moment. Coconut oil generally won't do that. And if it does do that for you, you are really desperately out of fat. And the yeah. effect won't last if you keep doing it. Okay, interesting. And a well, third thing. Do you have time for a third one? And the answer yes, two. absolutely. All right. The third one is try something called a, a box breath. And for this, it's really easy. It's called a box that has four sides. You breathe in for some number of seconds. Five seconds is normal. Hold for five seconds. That's the top of the box. Breathe out slowly for five seconds, which is the other part of the box. And then hold your breath empty for five seconds. A lot of people with that empty part, your body goes, I'm going to die. There's no air. Oh, my God. And you feel the stress (laughs) in your chest. Um, You're teaching your body to shut the hell up. You're not going to die. You went five seconds with your lungs empty. But the body calms down when you do that. (laughs) It's like holding a struggling puppy until it stops struggling. You're doing that with your nervous system. So that one little breath like that is is a really cool thing to do. That's so useful for any type situation before going to sleep, before doing something that you have anxiety about. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I love tips like that. Well, this was fantastic that you shared with us so, so many great things. 
I want everybody to know that's listening that this is just like a tiny, tiny little sliver of all of the biohacks and and things that you can learn to upgrade yourself to actually really, really increase your performance to like levels you didn't even know was possible that you had. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that thinking, this is just how it is. This is just how I feel. And it really does not have to be that way. So please, please visit bulletproofexec.com and you will find everything you need to upgrade yourself. I promise you it's amazing. I'm probably one of Dave's biggest fans. I'm reading his materials every day. What's new? I know that a week isn't going to go by that I'm not going to get some new information. And I kind of like have this weight lifted off of me. Like I don't even have to do the research anymore. I just know that I'll get an email someday from Dave knowing, oh, there's this new product out. Cool. Cool. Like I'm, I'm just covered. So it's a good feeling. Thank you. I I really (laughs) appreciate that. And I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep working to bring the best new stuff there for you. And for everyone who comes there, this is all the stuff that I want for myself. So I'm going to do the research. I might as well share it. Exactly. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Dave. And I hope to see you soon. Looking forward to a summer. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. Your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests.